This week on Homeopathy for Mommies, Sue Meyer talks to Eugenie Kruger from Homeopathy Hangout. Eugenie made a wonderful handout for this podcast episode with a bunch of links to her show notes. You can find it at homeopathyformommies.com forward slash homeopathy hangout. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer, and today we are here with a very special guest from across the globe. <laughs> We're recording this early in the morning, and shes it's late in the evening for her. So this is Eugenie Kruger from Australia, Perth, Australia, right? Yes, that's right. And that's in West Australia. It is, yes. <laughs> which <laughs> I'm only slightly familiar with Australia simply because my daughter's from Adelaide, which is South Australia. And Eugenie is quite, I asked Elizabeth how far she was from Perth. And she said, well, it's about four hours flying. It's very spread out. Yeah, it's very spread out. Yeah, Australia is bigger than we all think it is. It's just, it's a very large country. So yeah, with really that, is. I'm so excited. I actually was, uh, w- just for our listeners here, I was able to meet Eugenie about a month and a half ago, I believe. And we chatted online for her homeopathy hangout. She has a podcast as well in Australia. And I just got such a kick out of talking to her. She's so <laughs> interesting and fascinating that I says, Joy, we need to have her on our podcast. So, and I also want to encourage you folks to listen to her podcast too, because I told Elizabeth, I says, you know, these things are international. We can listen to them from any country. So I said, yeah, this let's do this. <laughs> Bring the world together. Yeah. And it's actually interesting because uh, Australia and America's listeners on the podcast, actually, they just one overtakes the other like week by week. So yeah, but it's the most unbelievable thing to be here. So it's honestly a dream come true. I had my fangirl gushing out of the way last time. I, I think I sounded like a you know, kid in a candy store getting to speak with you. So it's just absolutely marvelous to be on your podcast because you've been my inspiration for so long and you've been in my ear holes for probably hundreds of hours I've listened to so many of your podcasts with my 110 kilometer round trip that I do to the clinic and back so yeah it's just wonderful to speak with you oh you're so sweet (laughs) well I know you you were so kind last time I thought hmm this is good for my ego (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> no, it is because the thing is, is like you said, we sit blindly in a room all by ourselves, podcasting, and so when you hear people say sweet things like that, it's like, oh, that's just like that's you know fueling my engine now. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you know, I think the YouTubers or people that do Facebook lives or things like that, they get that instant feedback. But when you're podcasting, you're literally right. sitting there by yourself, and it's just like crickets because there's no <laughs> there's no platform that goes with it for people to engage with it. And I've actually now started a little Facebook group just for my podcast, just so I can hear what people think about it and what guests do they want. Is there something that I do or say on the podcast that they don't like? Just to get that bit of feedback but yeah so I, I hope more people will reach out to you and tell you what an amazing job you're doing because it's been a huge inspiration to me for sure you're so sweet and last time we talked you were telling me about this Facebook group and most of them are actually in your city of Perth 
is, is no, a lot of yeah. your listeners are actually right there in your city and right in the city. Yeah. And you were saying that, you know, if someone gets sick, they'll put on the Facebook group, you know, and then I don't have this remedy and go ahead and tell that story. <laughs> well, so, um, I moved to Perth about six years ago I'm from South Africa originally. And then I lived my, half my life in New Zealand. And then hubby said, you know, he dragged me kicking and screaming to Perth. And, um, then I got in a, in a Facebook here for like conscious mums, natural medicine, that sort of thing. And I thought, okay, nobody knows me here. I'm going to teach these mums about homeopathy because nobody in Australia knows what homeopathy is. They just have no clue. So I would do all these free workshops and uh, it was so fun. The mums would get together with their little bubbies and, you know, I love babies. So I could always get, you know, some nice cuddles as well. And then eventually my clinic got too busy. So I started doing this uh, course online. So it's only half an hour and it's on YouTube. And then these mums would watch this. And then I have this Facebook group, which after they've watched it, they can join this group. And like you said, there's a thousand mums in there now, 90% of them are from Perth. And we have this uh, pinned post in the group called RX triple zero and RX stands for remedy and triple zero is the Australian equivalent of nine one one. So if you need a remedy, <laughs> you just um, like everyone in the group puts their postal code in there. And if you need a remedy, you just search for who's in the area close to you. That usually doesn't matter what time of day or night it is because somebody is out uh, breastfeeding or changing diapers or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, they'll post in there and the mums will leave remedies for each other in, in their letterboxes. Um, yeah. And just, it's the most incredible thing. And we've now, because this community has grown so much and these mums are the most incredible home prescribers, Sue. I mean, you <laughs> see that probably in your members group as well. Oh, I, I learned so much from them. It's like how, you know, they, they really inspire me the way that they taking charge of their family's health, doing this amazing home prescribing. And um, there's at least a dozen mums now that in the last six months to 12 months have started to train to become homeopaths themselves here in Perth, which wow. is amazing. Cause I think we have maybe like, I don't know, eight or 10 homeopaths in Perth and of which, you know, only about two of us are under 60. So it's really, <laughs> it's amazing that these, um, this new generation of young mums are training to become homeopaths and are feeling so inspired to, um, yeah, help each other out. And, and, um, yeah, it's beautiful. And we actually had a bit of a party at the end of January for, um, something that, that I was doing with the, with my business. And there were a hundred mums that turned up and with all oh. their kitties and I had a face painter there and we had catering and oh seeing gosh. all these mums meet each other in person was just beautiful and making all these connections and um, it was lovely. So yeah, we've, wow. we've got a good thing going here in Perth. It's very exciting. That is exciting. Oh my goodness. I'm, well, I don't, well, you do have a few people that are on our members corner that actually live in my town. I think there's maybe a half a dozen. Other than that, they're all over the place. <laughs> that's a, that's an awesome idea. I just, I just love that. And I just, like I said, I just love, that's what we were talking about earlier is that the charity and that, that people, and I don't know. And like you said, when, when it starts at home, you know, good health starts at home and it doesn't take a mom very long to realize, oh my goodness, you know, I shouldn't have fed that frozen pizza last night. No wonder everybody's under the weather today. And then they, you know, and they give a remedy, but they avoid that frozen pizza the next time. <laughs> Or, you know, and, and so it, it is, it's just amazing how, um, I actually was inspired to write a blog, um, this week and I was tilling a garden. Oh my gosh. And my daughter, well, we had a new grandbaby, baby, grandbaby number 41 was just born. And so my daughter who has eight children was watching the extra four kids for my daughter 
that had the baby so she could have a week off. Well, we had a wedding in that time too. So she needed to rest. And so anyway, um, she was going to take her down because the little, uh, was a little boy. So she took her, took him to the doctor in the cities and we had, um, so I went up to her house to watch the kids. So I think there was only 10 kids up there that day. And I said, Hmm, Hey, Tristan, how do you, do you know how to run the tiller? Because every tiller is different. He goes, no, he's only 10. <laughs> and I said, here, I'm going to go out and look. And I look, this is my old tiller. I forgot that they had it. <laughs> I said, I know how to run this. So we tilled the garden and oh my gosh, we had so much fun. I had all the kids out there because they had dug up some new sod. And so I had to really, you know, work it up. And the kids were picking up all the extra grass with their buckets. And I says, okay, guys, now that you did such a good job, guess what we're going to do? Garden's tilled. We're going to go to the splash pad. So I loaded all the kids up in the vehicle. You know, of course, they didn't all have car seats, but <laughs> you do what you must. And we headed to the splash pad for the afternoon. It was so much fun. But all those kids, I'll tell you what, I just, in, while I was tilling that garden, I said, this is exactly what we have to do. I says, I went back for three days this week to till. And I says, because you have to get a good foundation. You have to have rich, good soil, and it has to be well-worked before you can plant the garden. That's just like when you're raising a family, you have to have that basic natural health, get them cleaned up, you know, and then you're going to have healthy kids, just like you're going to have a healthy garden. And I, um, I don't know, it was just such a rewarding week for me just being out Mm. working in the garden. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know how families raise kids without homeopathy. Um, I know. I just, just don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. I could, I'm just really grateful that I discovered it before I became pregnant. And that was actually what, what drew me to homeopathy is because uh, I went out to become a naturopath first and uh, yep, then I was exactly. forced, yeah, forced to do this paper <laughs> on homeopathy and I tried to get out of it and I couldn't. And uh, oh. yeah, after that first lecture, I just walked in and changed my pathway to become a homeopath instead, because it's crazy. Like it was just so crazy for me to think that there is a natural medicine that you can use while you're pregnant and with new I know it's amazing but um it is yeah it really yeah. is and then as so empowering as a mother because I think instinctually we all have that in us you know like what we need to do to have a healthy diet to keep that soil healthy but we get bombarded with so many messages from outside that we don't know and then that little voice just fades away into the background to the point where we do things against our our better judgment because those voices drown out our own voice. And that's why I think homeopathy is so powerful because once you arm these mothers with this natural medicine and they start, you know, treating, you know, the ear infections or the teething and things like that without drugs, I think it calls them back to who they know that they are. It gives them back that power. And um, I think that's, that's just the most powerful thing you can do is to give a mom back her power so that she can, get you know digging in that digging in that soil tilling their garden get a family's foundational health strong so that if anything else comes along the way which it always will that they're not you know knocked over too too easily by that and that that constitution is strong yep well that's what like even dr carol you talk about a mother's you know natural tendencies she has that innate intelligence and she is gifted with that in order to raise her family and like you said i can remember taking my kids in for their you know, their regular Jabs. routine. <laughs> and I would cry, I would cry. And I would say, why do I have to give this? Why do I have to give this? Mm. It's the law. You mm. know, and they would always tell me that it's the law. And, and I said, why do I have to sign this paper then if it's the law? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was to say, oh, just so you understand that one in every 100,000 can have a reaction. Excuse me, I'd take my kid home and they would have a reaction every single time. But mm. anyway, I just, but that was that innate intelligence. And but because 
like I said, it, it didn't get completely drowned out. So when I did hear the truth, I would, I embraced it 100% and, and ran away from everything else. I just comp- mm. never turned back. So yes, it's, it's amazing. I just, and I'm happy that there's so many people around the world doing the types of things that you're doing. It's, it's great. And that brings us to your experiences with people from around the world. <laughs> you interview, tell us about your uh, homeopathy hangout and what you do do there in yeah, sure. Australia. Um, so like I said, you were one of my huge inspirations for starting this podcast because I would listen to you and just love how you share this message with everyone. And I'm like, I want to share this. I want to share my <laughs> passion with people too. So I started this podcast and the whole, it's called Homeopathy Hangout. Uh, you can get it on any podcasting platform. Um, you can just Google it as well. And the whole passion, whole idea behind this podcast is to sh- to share with the general public the magic of homeopathy and the power of homeopathy because, um, you know, we know, you and I know, Sue, that homeopathy can help with everything. And I'm not, I don't say cure everything. I say help with everything. You know, if you if your arm's been amputated, it's not going to make your arm grow back, but it will make you feel better about the fact that you've lost your arm. So, you know, it can help you on that mental, emotional level. And so I'm always surprised when people say, oh, I didn't think to use homeopathy for that. I'm like, why? You could use homeopathy for literally everything. So the idea behind the podcast was to give people an idea of the massive scope of homeopathy. So um, if it's okay with you, I'll, I'll tell you about some of the guests that we've had on there. Oh, so, heavens, yes. It's, that's oh, what, <laughs> when, when, when you had contacted us, I said, Joy, gosh, I don't, I don't know her. Of course, I don't know very many people because I just sit in a room by myself. <laughs> but, and so Joy, she you know, she checked you out and she's like, oh my gosh, Sue, <laughs> she's talked to like everybody. <laughs> well, there's been a few added to that list since I spoke to you last. I just actually interviewed Rajan Sankaran um, last week, which was a huge highlight. He's got a new book that's just come out called Maji, the Boats, the Boatman. And um, oh my gosh, I've got goosebumps. It's just, it's such a beautiful book, but actually maybe I'll start there. So one of the, some of the people that we interview are people that have released new books. Um, And I don't know if you know about this book, Sue, it is called Revive. It is actually a fantasy and action adventure novel where the characters are based on homeopathic remedies. No way. I know. I didn't (laughs) know about this. I'm writing that down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And oh my gosh, um, of course, Impossible Cure, Amy Lansky. So she was my very first podcast. Uh, I'm actually too scared to go and listen to that uh, episode again. It's my first one because um, I was just so nervous. And, you know, she was just so amazing. She's an uh, ex-NASA scientist turned homeopath whose son was recovered from autism through homeopathy. So that was my first one. And Judith reichenberg Ullman talked about her books, Luke Norland's new book, Animalia, which is more sort of for the homeopaths. Okay. Um, okay. Giovanna. Eugenie, yeah. you're going to have to slow down. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> because we're going to have people calling us saying, "What did she say? Who did she say?" <laughs> I can hear your excitement. <laughs> I will email this all to you, and you can okay. pop it all in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> Giovanna Franklin has got a new book on gemstones, oh. and Jerry Cantor, who wrote the book on um, recovering autism, he has just—in fact, it's not even released. It's been released in August. It's called Sane Asylums, and it's about mental health institutions in America. Oh. where the patients were treated with homeopathy. Oh my How word. cool is that? So That's um, very yes, cool. Amazing interview with him. Um, we talk about prescribing methods. So there's this thing called facial, facial analysis by uh, Grant Bentley here in Australia, which he developed looking at your face. Um, and then um, 
Angelica Lemke, she wrote this incredible book called um, Healing Complex Children with Homeopathy. And she does this thing called intuitive homeopathy, where she teaches mums and also um, homeopaths how to use their intuition to prescribe. And she also has her own podcast now. Um, I had a chat with Jan Schultzen and we chatted about group analysis. Uh, we do have some uh, podcasts on protocols as well. So obviously, you know, most homeopaths will have a prescribe more classically. So they will give you, you know, a single remedy, but we do also have some protocols. So one of them is called homeopathic detox therapy, which a lot of homeopaths, including myself, use to detox people from things like vaccinations and the oral contraceptive pills, steroids, uh, ventolin, general anesthetic, antibiotics, all that sort of stuff. And I find it so effective. Um, we also talk about Liz Laylaw with her fertility protocol. She's got an 87% success rate with her fertility uh, protocol, Sue. I mean, if you were to go to an IVF clinic, I, I don't know what the success rate there. I, I think something like 30% or whatever, but 87%, it's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Um, and we talk with uh, the one and only Dr. Isaac Golden on homeopathic immunization. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, are you okay for me to keep going? Oh, yes. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, okay, so obviously I've heard of several of these, the doctors and persons you have, you're talking about here, but uh, many of them I haven't heard. So I'm really looking forward to the show notes so that I can, well, it's always fun to read new books, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we just and keep I'm, adding to our collection. And I love, I love the fact that all of these different ways of looking at homeopathy and like, well, like you said, the intuition one even doing cranial sacral therapy, when I'm working on someone, I'll just, I'll, I'm inspired after the session to ask them about stuff. And I'll know a remedy mm. that they need just because I'm working on them, just because I have, you know, my hands on them and I'm, and I'm working with them, but it's just amazing that because even through all these different avenues, homeopathy still works no matter how we choose the remedy or how, because homeopathy doesn't change it's going to work. And I just love it. Mm. So yes, and everyone is just like teaching kids in homeschool, every child learns a different way. So mm. the fact that you're sharing all these different doctors and the way that they teach homeopathy or the way that they use homeopathy, people will be attracted to different, to different ways. So keep going. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> well, next up, um, I've got a few projects and charities that we talk about. And of course, you're one of your besties, Paula Brown with Americans for Homeopathy <laughs> Choices on there. Homeopathy 24 awesome. seven, which Mary Greensmith set up. So you have got a homeopath on call 24 seven, doesn't matter where in the world you are. And if I'm on holiday or whatever, I will often send my clients there as well. And they provide an amazing service um homeopathy for health in africa uh they are doing incredible work um helping uh women with aids and actually if you watch the documentary magic pills there's actually a really good bit in there um there's also this um uh, homeopaths without borders are on there there's a lady called jill steinbeck that's created this homeschool curriculum it was actually a school curriculum called shape up us and she teaches using hip-hop songs and things like that um for she's it's a very it's a holistic um whole school curriculum and it teaches the kids about health and it teaches them a homeopathy which is oh my just so amazing goodness. um so she's on there as well and we also did this interview when there were um protests in his in the in new zealand at the new zealand parliament 
with thousands of people protesting against the mandates. And it actually went on for a couple of weeks. And the homeopaths in New Zealand set up a tent there for anyone with injuries or upsets or sunburn or anything like that. So they were actually in the trenches there helping all these people with injuries. And they were working alongside the mainstream, like St. John's ambulance people and, you know, actually teaching these mainstream people how to use homeopathy and form this beautiful relationship. So it was so interesting speaking (laughs) with them as well. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, And then we've got several colleges, Switch on Health in Australia. There's the Academy of Homeopathy Education in America that we speak to. Mary Alice is on the podcast. She has three colleges, including one in Iceland. Um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've got homeopathic documentaries, of course, Laurel Chitons, Just One Drop, and Ananda Moore's Magic Pills. And I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell you this. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I am. But there's a new, um, you know, Kim Elia. So okay, he yeah. is busy making a new movie, movie on homeopathy. And I'll be interviewing him shortly. And it's called Introducing Homeopathy. Oh, my goodness. I really like his articles. He, he, I, I like his articles. I read his articles a lot. They come up when you do a search. His articles will come up and he's very good. That's amazing. So that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, We talk about lots of interesting remedies. We talked to Patricia Hatherley, who's here from Australia. She is the world authority on lack remedies, which of course are remedies that are made from the milks of various animals, you know, milk from a rabbit, milk from a dolphin, a lion, you name it. Um, We talked to Luke Norland. There's a remedy made from the two-toed sloth. Uh, Jonathan Stalick talks about remedies made from dog poo. And seals milk, the tish salts. We talk about butterfly remedies and we talk about the Narayani remedies. So there, I feel like we've kind of covered all the bases. And then there's some therapeutics in there as well. So we do have some episodes on remedies for teething and colic and um, all that sort of stuff as well. Wonderful. That, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know to go where to go with that. That's just one of the things, one of the unexpected benefits I've definitely had from this podcast is I've been getting better results with my clients who listen to the podcast. So I actually encourage homeopaths to get their clients to listen to the podcast because now they're all coming back to me. I just had a lady today with this big list and she was like, well, I listened to your podcast and you were saying that this is really helpful. And this homeopath mentioned this remedy. And I feel like that might be something that might help me. And this homeopath mentioned that. And, you know, so they, my clients are actually coming back to me with a better understanding of the information that I need to help them. So, because homeopathy is so complex. So if we can help our clients to better understand the information that we need from them, that's helpful for us to help them, then, you know, that, that can only be a good thing. Right. Right. That's exactly right. And well, it is because it is really sad when someone leaves you, like you go through all the work of taking the case and, and, you know, given the suggestions of what they should do. And then they're like, it's, that's, it's not working. I'm, I'm done, you know, because they might aggravate or something, but, mm. but like I said, I think it comes down to the fact that they don't understand that healing. Yes. You you'll have very quick results, but that if it's a chronic situation, it's not going to go away instantly. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a while for the body to completely heal. And so it is frustrating when they leave you with their hands up and it's like, Oh, I didn't maybe give them enough information. I should have explained things better. And you just think, because you know, it that, you know, that information is transferred through osmosis and it's not like mm. that. So, um, I I'm excited. I'm going to start listening to all your podcasts. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, when I was preparing for today, I was 
going through all my podcasts and just writing, you know, who's been on it. And I was like, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot about, oh, that was such a good one. I have to listen to that episode again. So, and also when I'm doing the interviews, often I'm so nervous that like I'm listening, but I'm not hearing if that, if that makes sense or I'm hearing, but I'm not listening. It's not actually coming in because I'm so nervous. So I listened to the episode afterwards and I'm like, oh, wow, that's so good. Oh, I don't even recall them saying that. And so, yeah, it's it's been an incredible learning experience for me. That's, that's what Joy and I were talking about ever since we met you. <laughs> that how, how it is, you know, we didn't really, I didn't really think about interviewing other people. I've done it a couple of times, you know, just to kind of elaborate on something that I had already talked about, but I didn't even think about doing what you're doing. And it's, I love it. I just love it. It's and really it's, fun. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know how much work podcasting is. I mean, anyone out there, I wouldn't say don't, don't do a podcast. I mean, do a podcast, really do, do start a podcast. It's wonderful, but it's just so much work. It's so much work. And I, I joke and I say, I don't know if I'd do it again, if I knew how much work it was, but I would do it again because it's worth, it's so worth it. And it's so worth it for the people. I've had emails from around the world, from people like strangers that have said, I've started, I've decided to study homeopathy because of your podcast. I'm like, but how can little old me sitting in my little shed, you know, outside the house, how, how, how could I have done that? It's so bizarre, but it's so incredible at the same time. And if we can share that passion with people, you know, we should like it's exactly. um, homeopathy is amazing. And it really is the medicine of today, but also the medicine of the future. And it's so sustainable. You know, if you think of the, if people are becoming so much more imp- conscious of the impact they're making on the world, well, right. you know, homeopathy is literally the most sustainable, green, safe medicine on the planet. You know, we right. should be everyone should be using this. It's exactly, um, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, like you said, you, around the world, it is sustainable, but it's, um, I've, I've had this feeling ever since I started my podcast. And like you said, people will email you or whatever, and they're inspired. And I, like I said, I, I can see God's hand in all of this because, you know, he wants his people to be healthy. He wants his people to be happy. And in the, the easiest way to be happy is to be healthy. You know, I've, I was, I ran into someone the other day and wealthy, very, very wealthy, no health. What good's that wealth going to do them? <laughs> and it just, it made me, it made me so sad to, to realize that, yeah, we, we can have everything around us, all the material things around us, but if we don't have our health, what do we have? And so I, I just reiterated the fact that homeopathy is so amazing because you can just stay healthy and people, you know, they'll say, well, we have this genetic disease. We have this genetic disease. And I'm like, you know what, just take a remedy, stomp out that fire and don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. And, and the other thing is so many people these days have uh, what's called the MTHFR gene mutation. And it's probably something that you've heard of, but it feels like it's a new buzzword the last few years. And you know, homeopathy can help those people because it's energy medicine. So it's not using your detox pathways. Like, you know, your it, it's just, it's so safe and so effective, but um, I mean, I, yeah, I'm preaching to the converted here, right? So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, and the thing is too, is we know that genetic, you know, genetic diseases don't manifest themselves so long as the mineral content, if uh, their nutritional levels are where they're supposed to be. And today mm-hmm. we're starving to death minerally. You know, we just don't have the minerals and vitamins in our, our bodies. And so, yes, these genetic weaknesses do manifest. And so we have these things showing up and people are, you know, they get so bent on that. And I was explaining to a doctor, yes, the other day <laughs> that mm-hmm. it, Kim Kalina, you talk about, you know, um, the CEASE program and Kim mm-hmm. Kalina and how, um, 
you know, cleaning up from Alzheimer's um, autism. And so I had taken her training. She also taught the lack remedies. I just loved that class as well. But anyway, she was saying that when, as she would be working with autistic children and the mothers would just call and say, Oh my gosh, little, you know, Janie went out and she got chewed alive by mosquitoes. She never gets bit by mosquitoes. And Kim would say, good enough. She says, she's starting to methylate. She's like, what? Because that, that, um, the MTHFR gene is rampant in it and with these autistic children it, it's mm. it shows up but when you start cleaning up that child then the mosquitoes start eating them again because they're methylating for the first time probably since you know oh, they had their injury so it was really interesting and I, I started laughing because that that gene is in our family okay and we ha- we'll sit around a campfire in Minnesota it's it, mosquitoes my, my daughter-in-law lives in Australia she says oh we have mosquitoes in Australia <laughs> She comes to Minnesota. She goes, I guess we don't have mosquitoes in, in Australia. <laughs> no, anyway, but um, we'll be sitting around the campfire and I'll have but all the other things that can kill you here, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of scary. Three of my daughters and my husband, they'll sit around the campfire and mosquitoes will not bother them. The rest of us are being chewed alive. We're wrapped up in blankets because mosquitoes are, you know, they got their. <laughs> it's incredible how they do not get chewed alive because they don't methylate. And it all has to do with that gene. And I started laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys need to be taking folate. I have never heard that or even read it anywhere other than when Kim told us about it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I, I started observing and it's, it's absolutely true. Wow. Well, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for that from now on as well. And that, that's why I, also why I love doing these podcasts. I've, I've never done one and not learned something. So I know like in the next hour, I am guaranteed I'm going to be learning something. So thanks. Sue. <laughs> Well, this has been really, really interesting for me as well. And I'm so excited that everyone that listens to me got to meet you. So they can now come over to Homeopathy Hangout and listen to Eugenie Eugenie Kruger. And like I said, it just makes the world smaller. And I just, I love that. And since I have family in Australia, that's really important to me to make the world smaller. No, definitely. And um, the the last, I don't know if you've noticed, but the last year, it seems like there have been so many other homeopathy podcasts uh, as well. So initially, I think it was just you and Joette uh, <laughs> with your podcast. And then Kelly Callahan had a podcast called 1M, which was just for homeopaths. But now there are so many, there's at least a dozen homeopathy podcasts. Is that podcasts, right? Which is well, wonderful because. That is I, wonderful. I just, um, I feel we all share information differently and people resonate with different people. And that's why, like, I am, I'm not the homeopath that's going to suit everybody, you know, like that's right. like, it's so important for the clients out there to find a homeopath that they resonate with. We all practice differently. We all use different techniques. We all have different personalities, all have different ways of dealing with people. So um, the more, the better I feel, because the, then the more homeopaths are different, you know, different information that's out there, the different ways that it's given, whether it's in video format or audio format or written format, that things that, you know, the more information that's out there in different ways for different people and the more different practitioners they are, the better chance there are that we can serve that person that that needs us most. So exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, I think that our listeners are, um, they know who Eugenie is now and they're going to go find her homeopathy (laughs) hangout and um, so this is really exciting for me. And like I said, I just, I just love that we're like said all the different podcasts out there now. I'm not aware of that mm-hmm. because I don't listen to other podcasts. 
Isn't that terrible? Well, this is just through interviewing all these homeopaths. I just have found, oh, like, oh, you have a podcast too. Oh, you have a podcast too. Oh, amazing. (laughs) We've all got podcasts. So there's something out there for everyone. Well, I am going to listen to yours though, because I, sometimes I, sometimes I do like, you know, I don't know what to do. Some people send me things. And so I'll listen to stuff. I I like to listen to it, but I'm I'm not going to go searching for it because, uh, you know, it's just, you have to sift through what you like or don't like, but if someone Mm -hmm. sends it to me that I know I can be pretty sure I'm going to like it. Oh, well, (laughs) definitely listen to Rajan Sankaran's interview that's coming out this Friday. It is so beautiful and he's lovely to listen to. I was just incredible. And I had this interview with this incredible lady called Sue Mayer. You should definitely (laughs) listen to that interview. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. And may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.